0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe.
1: Welcome back to the Believe in Pit podcast right here on the Believe Network. Maybe the offseason for college football, but these Pitt Panthers, they just keep giving us new things to talk about each and every week. We were a little worried about what we were going to start saying once we got into the early spring, late winter, but... Every week something with this team seems to happen, and it's never minor news, it's always big news. And we're gonna break it all down for you tonight. I'm Nick Hedrick, alongside my good pal. I'll let him introduce himself actually. I can see him over there. He's ready to go. He's ready to do the intro. I'm not gonna take his moment away from him. He's the man with all the sound effects. Take it away.
0: Neal, 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 neal. What's going on everybody? Oh my my voice is a... Uh... I was like my voice is let me let me Oh, there we go. My bad guys. Uh you know what it is guys? We're back and we're most certainly better and I can't wait to talk about all the things that we have this off season because you know usually they say the off season is really slow. But in this case it's never running slow this way. 412, you know what we do, man? We're back and we're most, most certainly better. Um Nick, man, how you been? How you been doing? How's life? You seen you seen the Super Bowl? I know you seen the I Super did.
1: Bowl. I did watch the Super Bowl. The uh I never felt older than watching the Super Bowl because it went to overtime and I just groaned. I was like, "Oh man, I want to go to bed." And that was uh <laughs> as the oldest I felt in my life. But you know, I like defense. So, I didn't mind the first half, but that third quarter into overtime, man, that game oh, got really man. good. I really enjoyed the game. Not one of the best of all time, but it, it was a damn respectable Super Bowl by the time it was over.
0: No, you got to respect. You definitely got to put some respect on, on Patrick Mahomes' name now. I think that he's in the, the GOAT category. Just, you know, we're talking about him. We're talking about it. But, you know, I, I, I've never seen Taylor Swift so much in my life. You know, it's like one of those things where you just you, – you 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 see one person so much in – in a in like, and I'm watching it. I'm watching it on TV, you know what I'm saying? Like, So it's like – Every every commercial or ever, before every commercial, they're going to show Taylor Swift. I don't know about you, but I'm not feeling 22. I you know. It's wow,
1: just, that was clever. I, was, I love uh, Travis.
0: I love Travis though. Travis is definitely you know. I have I have love for Travis, even though he he almost took out the head coach, but
1: he uh know.
0: he almost hit
1: Andy Reid with that RKO out of nowhere. <laughs> He's was, he was lurking. He is ready. But yeah, I mean. Super Bowl is such a weird thing to watch because it just feels like a celebrity party and there's a football game going on. Every time they cut to the crowd, it was Paul Rudd's over here, Justin Bieber's over <laughs> here, there's Beyonce. Why is she wearing a cowboy hat? I don't know. Actually, I do know. She just dropped two like country songs and they're yes. actually pretty damn good. good. Uh, so she can do what she wants. She's the queen bee for a reason. But I mean, there were so many people there. Yeah, so As you would expect, tickets were so expensive. And at least they ended up getting a game that was pretty good. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, what a time. Usher, I, I was a little harsh on Almost. it at the beginning, but by the time it got to the end, I was I was going off. It was a good time. I felt like yeah. I was in middle school again.
0: Yeah, my family was going crazy in the group chat. They were like, oh, my gosh, Usher, is he on roller skates? Oh, hopefully he doesn't, uh, what is it called, slip and fall off the stage. I was like, yeah, no, actually, it was really good. It was a really good halftime performance. And did you see, did you see, like, it it streamed over 123 million. Yeah. Like the most ever watched, bro. I'm Mm -hmm. like, wow, I was part of history. (laughs) I was one of those those viewers. You were one of those viewers, too. I was.
1: I was. There were four (laughs) viewers in uh, in my place. Well, not my place. We went somewhere else, but, you know. Uh, but, yeah, I was a little worried. I was like, you know, Usher hasn't had a big hit in a while. What's going to happen? Yeah. And then he just – he said, I got you covered. It was good. It yeah. was a really good halftime show.
0: And I'm not even going to hold you. Shout out to all the dancers. You know, I didn't think they got enough credit. But shout out to all the dancers, all the, the people with the electronics controlling the back and all the lighting, man. I don't think they get enough credit. But those dancers were going crazy. I don't know if, if I could be back there dancing that whole time all that way and remembering the court – choreography man so shout out to all the dancers and shout out to nickelodeon man my favorite show is spongebob yo and they really they held it down bro they They held it down the bubble bowl man i I gotta i gotta give i gotta give an applause to that because they really did a great job great great shout out to nickelodeon shout out to spongebob patrick even (laughs) sandy sandy was on the sideline going crazy i was listening to sandy how do you know about football girl you're, you're a squirrel you know what you know shout out shout out to that man for real I absolutely
1: love absolutely but why was
0: sandy wearing her helmet <laughs> they, they were back
1: on earth <clears throat> what what the hell did she have her <laughs> helmet on for there, <laughs> well, I, there was air at the super Bowl they weren't underwater
0: <laughs> <laughs> i didn't even realize that. i don't that know so funny but that really definitely did give me some childhood vibes and i i really respect the NFL for even. Having Sandy, you know, host and SpongeBob and Patrick talk about it, man. That was, really, that was really cool. So shout out to the they, Super Bowl. We, we love the Super Bowl. They did it in, like, a
1: good way, too. Like, they were very informative, helping <laughs> kids who were watching. Like, they were explaining the rules and stuff, and it was still really yeah. funny.
0: It was hilarious. I didn't even know that they knew that much about what was going on on the field. Because if I was a little kid watching and listening to SpongeBob and Patrick, bro, I promise you I'd be lost. They definitely knew <laughs> what they were talking about. So shout yeah. out to, shout out to the, the what? I don't even know if there was a secret formula that told them. You wow. know, all the <laughs> – I you see know, what I he know, did. I don't know if it was a secret formula that told them, you know, all the football stuff. But yeah, shout out, shout out to, shout out to SpongeBob for sure.
1: Yeah, wow, and I, I agree. Shout out to everyone on that halftime show with Usher going nuts, dancing on rollerblades. I can't do either of those things. Me neither. Which is probably neither. Uh, not that surprising. You see, you you see my complexion. The fact that I can't dance probably isn't too surprising to anybody. But
0: exactly. you know what? I, I wouldn't even. Oh, that, that like, I wouldn't even guess that you couldn't dance, bro. It, I I I would think you could dance. I think everybody has the capability of dancing. It's just, I think it depends on the song. You know, we'll see. I think i gotta see now i definitely gotta we'll see, see. Now. i'll find
1: my first dance wedding video and you can say wow he wasn't lying anyway we gotta we, we gotta talk about Pitt. Yeah, we're not we going we're play. not going down that rabbit hole we're talking, we're no, talking we, about Pitt. the sure. nfl season is over mm-hmm. and unfortunately for Pitt, uh coach underwood's time with the panthers appears to be over uh according to a bunch of reports uh, the wide receiver coach is going to take a job in the NFL with the New England Patriots, where I believe he played uh, mm-hmm. during his NFL career for a little bit at least. Uh, yeah, just did. another huge loss to the Pitt coaching staff. They lost Coach Partridge not too long ago. Uh, I think last week or two weeks ago that was. It's all blended together. But regardless, yeah, another yeah, another big position coach, a coach that earlier this year uh, well, earlier this offseason, excuse me, they said, you know, he's sticking with the program. He's he's not looking to leave. He's turned down some other offers or whatever the storyline was. He he was staying. It was known he was going to stay. And that's right when the offensive momentum kind of started picking up this offseason. The new O.C. was appointed some transfers. Some guys said, you know what, we're not going to transfer uh, out of Pitt. And now uh, just another big blow after Pitt was already reeling again from Coach Partridge leaving. Uh, zay i know this one's close to you so just your initial thoughts on this uh this move here
0: well being a, a receiver you know you know i'm 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 always i'm always a little biased but this this time it's it's more so a fact that they cleaned house as i would say they they got rid of all the coaches they they you know what i'm saying i think they're just having a restart button they press the restart button. And I honestly, you know, when I was a part, when I was a part of Whipple's offense, you know, he was the offensive coordinator. And once he left, you know, for Coach Signetti, Coach Signetti brought in another receiver coach, you know. So I, I would went through three receiver coaches in my span there, three years, three different receiver coaches. So it's just the transition that's going on, you know. It, it can only be from the new offensive coordinator and who he's going to bring in, because, you know, he's going to bring in somebody that he knows as a receiver coach to coach them, them boys up. But, you know, I am actually surprised because I didn't even hear about this until you even told me. So I was just like, wow, what the, what the heck is going on over there, man? I mean, I don't, I don't know what to say, you know, as a receiver, you know, you're going to have to adjust to whoever's coming in, whoever recruits you because you know, the receiver coach is going to bring in his recruits. You know, they have their own baggage, so it's more so, you know, just for the receivers to adjusting to whoever your coach may be. But I'm I'm blindsided by it. I'm, I'm actually surprised because Coach Underwood, he was at Rutgers before. And then he was at Pitt for two years. And I, I didn't see this coming, bro. I'm not mm-hmm. going to lie. I, I didn't see this coming. Yeah, again, kind of referring back
1: to what I was touching on earlier. It sounded like it was set in stone. He was going to stay and try to help Pitt get out of the mud they're in right now and This this, just, again, a lot like Coach Partridge, uh, really wasn't many rumblings, at least from what I could tell. And all of a sudden, he was just leaving for an NFL job. And that's obviously an awesome opportunity to get an NFL coaching job. Uh, But again, it's one that comes at the cost of Pitt kind of getting blindsided or at least left in a what do we do now kind of situation. You talked about how difficult it was to make those changes when a new coach gets brought in and how that can be tough on the receivers. What's kind of the hardest part of getting to learn with those new position coaches?
0: I think it's more so them. You're you showing them what you bring to the table. I feel like it's, it's a lot of expectation and a lot of, you know, you have a lot to prove. I feel like they don't know you, you know what I'm saying? He, They didn't recruit you. The receiver coach didn't recruit you. So, now you have to be on extra, like extra, extra ten toes because you're playing for a spot that you know he puts you on the field. Like he sets the rotation. The receiver coach gives the rotation. And whether you're gonna go in, you're gonna rotate. So I feel like it's a lot of it's a lot of expectation and a lot of um a lot. You got a lot to prove because you know he he's gonna have his own recruits coming with him. I think and I think that you just gotta. Have that mindset of keep on going, you know, just just keep on going like Dory, just keep swimming. Wow, I always keep swimming. So we this. <laughs> Usher, Dory. What a what so, a lineup uh, we've had.
1: We're name dropping everybody, SpongeBob. <laughs> uh, you have any good Coach Underwood stories that you can uh, you can share before uh, we move on to our next topic here?
0: Yeah, uh, once every meeting of his, he would always have candy like not like yeah candy. he had a a big like box of fruit roll-ups gushers lollipops so every every time before team meeting he always puts that so we don't fall try not to fall asleep because you know meetings are long meetings are not not sweet but it is sweet because he'd bring the sweets like he'd have all like the candy and everything so he's make sure you grab a candy before tell us your favorite candy we're gonna bring, we're gonna refill it every week with your favorite candy, so you don't fall asleep during the meetings. Because if you fall asleep during the meetings, boy, it would be trouble. Wow. Yeah. So it's it's more so it's more so just I feel like his his uh supply of candy, you know, his candy <laughs> and sweets for us, man. It would, it would boost our it would, it would make us happy. But yeah, nah, he's he was a good coach. He's from Jersey, so me and him definitely got along. Yeah,
1: yeah, for sure, and yeah, it's probably for the better. Belichick's gone from New England because I maybe now he can bring that uh, candy <laughs> to New England with him, but I don't think Belichick would have been too fond of that idea. But maybe <laughs> is he going maybe, back?
0: It's going back uh, to Patriots.
1: Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's the that's report cool. at least. Again, I don't think as of recording this, Pitt has confirmed that he's left, but uh, multiple sources, uh, Pittsburgh Sports <laughs> Now, and I think the Post Gazette both said he's gone. So uh, it looks like he'll be going to New England as far well, as everything has suggested.
0: Well, I mean, it's a positive because, you know, he he definitely did coach a combine invitee in Bub he Means. He did. So There's was, two others he, there too. Oh, really? Nick, why don't you share the two other cats that are invited to the combine? Well, one's Mr. Devonshire. MJ
1: Devonshire will be there as well. We're going to never applause that. I'll give you the third one, because that was a good segue. I'll let you announce the third one, too. You did a real good job leading in there. That was Uh good.
0: I was waiting for that transition. That transition was pretty clean. But, um, yeah, you said MJ and we have Bub. I didn't give Bub his applause. I Bub means his applause, for sure. And my third friend, Matt Gonzalez. Woo! Yeah, nah, those three, those are my dogs, man. And and to be invited into the combine is a, is a dream come true, you know. And uh, they they, I feel like they missed a couple others that should have been invited, like Mark Marquez, Keith, yeah, always Marquez. Uh, I just call him Marquez. Um, you know, his size doesn't matter. You know, it's, it's the heart. You know, I feel like he should have gotten invited. And some uh, a couple other cats that should have on play, like AJ Woods, he definitely deserves it. Cats on defense, but you know, those three that got invited, man, I I and they're dogs and you know whatever round they get picked in they that team has a dog for sure so it's pretty cool it's pretty cool man it's pretty cool to see that
1: yeah bub's one of my favorite players to watch last year i know his time at Pitt was a little rocky at times but i always had fun watching him in devonshire You called him a dog that's a really great description uh i think he had the most defensive snaps this last year and Even if on the stat sheet he's not the flashiest guy, you can tell he's just someone that goes out there and he's going to give you 110% every down he's on the field. And, uh, you know, he could be a good NFL asset, I think, even as a backup guy, just get in there, somebody you know he's going to make the most of his opportunities. So really good slate of talent here. and Like you said, I think there could have been more, but a lot of talent going into this year's
0: draft. Yeah, and definitely, I feel like MJ. MJ is, you know, he was ever since that West Virginia interception, that pick six, a couple years back. I think that literally fueled his, you know, his whole story and everything like that. And then Bub, Bub, as being a receiver, I'm, I'm biased, you know, like I, I'm really proud of him because you know his first, his first season with the uh, Pit wasn't the way he wanted, but he definitely ended it in a. Oh, oh, Heat, just straight fire I, you know so i definitely definitely am proud of these boys man and matt matt he could definitely block his he could block his ass off man and mm-hmm. I, I he is a he is he screams like every time he touches the field man <sighs> and i'm definitely i'm proud of these boys so for yeah. them For sure
1: he had a pretty bad injury too uh two seasons ago didn't he lower body i can't remember what exactly it was but
0: yeah i think it was that's why he, he always wears knee braces. But I, it was definitely was his – I think it was his Think, mm-hmm. But, yeah, he was injured, but he's definitely – that's why he's invited to a combine for a reason, man.
1: Yeah. Injury, well, he's, injury or not. I mean, he did well this year. What, he played left tackle?
0: Yeah, left tackle.
1: Ken Rears left to right. But, yeah, I mean, he did well in the starts he had this year. I know the expectations for him were pretty high after – Uh, what he'd done previously before the injury, and then, as always, injuries. Never a good time, but that was really crappy timing, unfortunately, for him. But, (laughs) I mean, he's made the most of the opportunities he did have, and he did have those sky-high expectations. Uh, But, I mean, a good combine. We'll see what happens with his draft stock anyway.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Do you have any predictions for, you know, rounds that these guys could go or no?
1: I'm no Mel Kuiper, man. (laughs) Every year I try and every year I do horribly, so uh, I'll refrain.
0: Oh, your parlay misses on the draft. If you're betting
1: on the NFL draft, you need to call 1-800-GAMBLER because that is, uh, you can't be helped.
0: That is atrocious. I never heard nobody do that. That's that's actually crazy. That would be crazy. 1-800. Yeah, yeah that, the right call. That's the right move for sure. For sure. That's funny. But
1: I hope some of them at least get camp invites. I know, again, Ooh. with Matt and Devonshire, maybe not the big – well, all three of them, I guess, really. You know, Maybe not the highly touted prospects, but I think there's a path for all of them. At least getting a camp invite.
0: Yeah, like no doubt. Even even some of the players that didn't get the invited, you know, I feel like that they definitely should either get un, undrafted or you know maybe draft drafted late. You know, it's it's not the end all be all. It's just it's just gonna take some hard work. You know, keep going during the off season, keep going. You know, it's 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 a, it's a dream. It's a dream come true, but it's it's gonna take time. Like everything, it takes time. So shout out to all the all the Pit Boys. Shout out to. You know, all the the hard work that they're doing and you know H two P is always, man. held to
1: Pit. Absolutely. Zay, we're uh we're have a guest on next week, you said. Can you drop who it is now or are you gonna make us wait a bit? I don't even know, by the way.
0: Yeah, nah, you no, know. it's one of my it's one of my old friends. Uh he was the receiver. I think he just transferred out um Addison Copeland. He was one of the receivers. And man, he's he's he he's a talker. One, I'm not gonna lie, he's a to One. He asked, uh, he asked to hop on, um, next week. So hopefully we get him on, and then we get to cracking, get to talking some memories, some some old fun stories, some of his experiences, and I think it'll be a good time. So make oh, yeah. sure y'all tune in, and don't forget to brush your teeth too, man. That, that's I can't emphasize that enough. That's
1: major key alert right there. Brush those teeth. Major key. Brush your teeth and then listen to the show. Send it to a friend and leave a nice review. This has been Believe in Pit. That's Zay. I'm Nick. You didn't see me point, but I promise I did. We'll see you back here <laughs> next week for another episode. Thanks for joining
0: Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform.